This is Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker. It's our weekly conversation with Auburn City Clerk Chuck Mason. Good morning. Good morning, Ted. Last night at the council meeting, uh, the council approved a package of funds under the American Rescue Plan that's going to go to a different, uh, a number of different historic and cultural sites and events, uh, including the one we've been hearing a lot about, the uh, Harriet Tubman bicentennial celebration of her birth this year. The council last night at the uh, January 21st meeting approving these things unanimously. These are subrecipient agreements to allow the American Rescue Plan money to actually uh, flow to the historic and cultural sites so these projects can happen. As you just stated there, the uh, $50,000 of funding is going towards the Tubman Bicentennial Celebration. That is going to be a Historic and Cultural Sites Commission sponsored year-long event. Things will really kick off in March with Harriet Tubman Day and some celebrations planned for the month of March. But then we have uh, in July and August, uh, we have the uh, uh, Wesley Wolford is the name of the artist. We have a traveling Harriet Tubman statue coming to Auburn for the months of July and August. And there will be a whole bunch of programming around that statue visit uh, with the National Park Service and Harriet Tubman Home and things like that. So lots of stuff going on. This year with the Tubman Bicentennial, we'll be doing a lot of marketing and events with that. That statue at the moment that's coming to Auburn in the summer of July and August, uh, that statue right now is in the city of Philadelphia. It's right out front of the uh, steps of the front uh, city hall of Phil- city of Philadelphia. So that's, that's making its way around the country for the Harriet Tubman Bicentennial. Uh, then there's going to be $50,000 put towards the uh, Historic and Cultural Sites Commission's Visit Auburn initiative over the next three years, as well as then there's the uh, funding that's going to our historic cultural sites, all of the ones that have downtown revitalization initiative funded capital projects. So the Auburn Public Theater, the Seward House Museum, Hugie Museum of History and Art, the Schweinfurth Memorial Art Center, and the Willard Chapel um, are all receiving $250,000 specifically to put towards their capital projects, which are uh, also part of the Auburn's downtown revitalization initiative plan. So lots of construction and exciting projects going to be happening with our historic and cultural sites as they make these upgrades over the next couple of years. Uh, I know that some of them, especially probably like the Cuga Museum and the Schweinfurth Art Center, are still in the process of design as well as fundraising for their overall total investments. Uh, and then some will see probably construction as soon as this summer. Seward House Museum seems like they're fur- uh, further along and ready to roll, as well as the Auburn Public Theater. So exciting stuff happening, uh, and this money really uh, makes sure that all these DRI projects are going to get done over the next year or two. And then part of this, there's $50,000 you're going to do a, a Visit Auburn initiative over the next couple of years to, to really market the city. That's correct. And we launched the VisitAuburnNY.com website last year, and it's uh, in partnership with the all of our historic and cultural sites as well as the Equal Rights Heritage Center. And we developed a visitor guide for the city of Auburn, and that is currently in its second uh, edition. There, It's under design for reprint this spring, and this funding is really going to allow for that program to uh, to take a step up over the next three years, you know, with some great funding behind it. So we look forward to, you know, welcoming a lot of tourists and a lot of visitors to Auburn over the next few years to help 
bring back the uh, the tourism and help bring back the visitation for our historic and cultural sites, which then brings more visitation for our hotels and restaurants and shops. The council set a public hearing for January 27th for the Community Development Block Grant Action Plan. Uh, does it have a pretty good idea at this point what some of the projects might be that are funded? Yes, that'll be the entire plan will be posted later today on the city's website in its entirety. Um, the council will, this will be at next week's council meeting, January 27th, 5 p.m. for the public hearing. Uh, you'll see a lot of stuff in there for neighborhoods and housing as well as some assistance for some of the human service agencies in Auburn. And uh, look forward to seeing the full plan, like I said, will be posted later this afternoon. The change order was approved for the uh, increase in cost in the biosolid project. And we talked about this last week, that it, it was pretty much unforeseen circumstances that led that cost to go up, and the feeling is still it's well worth it. Yes, it's a long-term investment that has to be made uh, into the wastewater treatment facility. And what has happened with this uh, design process is so far the design has focused on the actual bio dryer that will be installed, biosolid dryer project. Uh, now we're adding into the design of this other things that need to be repaired down at the wastewater treatment plant. Uh, there's a list of about eight different significant things that will be designed into this overall project. And a lot of work down here, but the last time the city did a, an investment in the wastewater treatment facility of this magnitude was like the mid-90s, about 30 years ago. So it's time for some investment in this facility. And uh, this this uh, wastewater treatment plant and the way this is funded is uh, through the sewer rate, which is all of the users, not only in the city of Auburn, but actually in some of the surrounding towns of Auburn. So um, this is a, while this is a city issue, it also affects about... 45,000 users. It affects an area that's actually a little bit greater than the city of Auburn itself. So um, the funding, as I said, will come from uh, the sewer rates over the years. And uh, last week when Seth Jensen, our director of municipal utilities, presented, he showed a long-term forecast of the potential impact on the sewer rate. And while there would be some increases over time, uh, the increases were fairly minimal and and this project will kind of fit into the existing rate due to the fact that the investment of the mid-90s is about to be paid for. So uh, this, this allows, it's a perfect time for making such a reinvestment in the wastewater treatment facility. And uh, this is a big project. We've spent a lot of time over the last couple of years, and this will be back before the council many times, probably over the next two to three years until it comes to complete fruition. There was one councillor who voted against the change order. Who was it, and, and what was the reasoning? Yeah, there was uh, Councillor Castro. He spoke last night uh, explaining all of his reasons. It, it's definitely a big project. I can understand uh, where Councillor Castro is coming from. It's you know it's a big, big undertaking, and with the uncertainty of of things in the world right now, he decided to, you know, that he couldn't support it at this time. The council approved a resolution requesting that the governor develop, adopt, and implement with what's called a total maximum daily load, TMDL, comprehensive watershed cleanup plan for Owasco Lake, and that the lake be added to the DEC's impaired water body registry. Is there anything new or recent that's happened there that, that, that makes this necessary, or is it just uh, an accumulation of things over time? Yes, there, there is actually a, a very specific thing that has triggered this resolution, and that is that the DEC currently has 
a public comment period open for what is called the um, draft 2020-2022 impaired water body list. Um, it's uh, under the New York State Clean Water. It's, it's under the Clean Water Act Section 303D list of impaired water bodies. So, at the moment, the public comment period was launched on December 29, 2021, and it was. Um, going to close on January 28, 2022, so at the end of this month. However, just this week we, we received notice that they put a 15-day extension on this public comment period. So the good news is we have some time here still to get the word up to the state DEC that Owasco Lake needs to be classified as an impaired water body. Now, what happened was for many years, Owasco Lake was on this impaired water body list, and then about um, uh, several years ago it dropped off the list and we have been advocating for many years now that it needs to have a TMDL, Total Maximum Daily Load, is the name of the study that will be conducted by the state to be able to enforce uh, what is happening out in the watershed and for some reason the Owasco Lake does not uh, has not been listed as an impaired water body to receive this TMDL. Now, the city of Auburn and uh, town of Owasco, we get our public drinking supply from Owasco Lake. We have received uh, or we have experienced incredible algal bloom crisis over the last six years. Uh, we've done things both here in Auburn and out in the town of Owasco to help with modifying our water treatment facilities to be able to treat the water for the algal blooms. However, the bigger issue of these algal blooms in the lakes needs to be addressed. And this isn't just an issue for Owasco Lake. It's really an issue that affects the entire, you know, everywhere that's experiencing the algal blooms. All throughout the Finger Lakes, these lakes are, the Finger Lakes are experiencing this algal bloom crisis. Now, the public hearing, like I said, is open for another couple of weeks here now because there's been an extension put on it. And the council will send this resolution up asking for the governor to not only, you know, take interest in what's going on here with Owasco Lake, but please, uh, requesting her to please classify Owasco Lake as an impaired water body on this New York State DEC uh, Clean Water Act Section 303B list because this is the official list that decides all those things. So uh, a lot going on here. This is a big issue. We've talked about it for many, many years, and it's being talked about, I'm sure, in many communities around the Finger Lakes because of the way we've all been facing these algal bloom outbreaks during the uh, during the summer and fall seasons. All right, Chuck Mason, Auburn City Clerk, thank you for the explanation, and, and thanks for the time as always. Appreciate it.